Hi there, welcome to the More Civil Podcast. This is a podcast for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them. I am Mo, and I am your host, ready to spark your curiosity as I take you on this adventurous ride of exploring cultures through the stories of my guests from all over the world. On this show, we get really personal, discussing salient issues that are relevant to our contemporary age and also building community around them as our guests exercise courage and vulnerability in sharing their life's experiences we hope that in turn you are inspired by them and that you get the courage needed to set your own stories free enjoy the ride and thank you so much for listening Welcome back to the Marcible Podcast, and today I have a very special guest. And I know I say that a lot, and I also say this all the time a lot. But I'm always fascinated when I find younger adults, or let's just call her like you know, she's a younger adult, like doing, uh, you know, doing amazing stuff. And so today I'd like to share her story so you guys can get to know her about things that she's passionate about. And shout out to her mom, Doctor Olufikai Obamdele, because this is her daughter, and I'm thankful that she trusted me enough to you know chat with her daughter and just get to hear her thoughts so her name is uh, miss elizabeth bandere she is a 10 year old who likes reading and being creative and guys she's really creative she has a youtube channel that she started she's the founder and creator of a youtube channel called Sparklight kids club it's a channel with inspirational videos educational materials and creative and uh, fun challenges for kids and preteens to help them build their confidence develop their creativity and also empower them to become better people. She's a Nigerian but lives in the UK with her parents. So everyone join me to welcome Elizabeth to the podcast. Um, thank you. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank you for inviting me to your wonderful show and I feel honored to be here. So yeah. Aww. Yeah, so my name is Elizabeth Bamadilla. I'm 10 years old and I'm in year 5. I have a YouTube channel called Sparklight Kids Club. I mostly do inspirational talks, but I also do other fun activities such as dramas, cooking videos, drawing videos, and lots more. Oh, wow. You seem to be busy. Let's just start with that. How do you find time to, you know, go to school, do all the stuff you're doing, and you're in year 5, right? Which is almost like, I think, third grade here in the U.S.? So that's, you know, that's quite a lot of work you're doing. How do you find yeah. time to do everything? Um, well, the planning part doesn't really take time because you can just come up with the idea anytime and the Holy Spirit um, inspires me. So, um, yeah, so the planning part, you just think of it and then you literally just maybe sometimes write it down and then you can put it into practice. But the recording part or the editing part, I mostly do them in the weekend or holidays. But um, during lockdown, I had um, lots of time, so I was able to launch more videos than ever. So I, okay. yeah, just do them during weekends. So are you learning like editing or you know um, YouTube directing? Like, are there other skills you had to learn to have a YouTube channel? Um, 
Yeah, kind of. You have to learn how to position the camera and like how to edit it as well. But the editing, you just discovered it. So. Okay. So I remember when I was 10 years old. I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember I was excited because now I can have like two digits, you know, age. And but as a ten-year-old, I remember that I my my world revolved around my friends, you know, things we did together, things that we like. So, how are your friends supporting your YouTube channel? Are they excited about it? Do they watch it? What do they think about your YouTube channel? Yeah, they are. Um, they're pretty excited about it. They always give their like their opinion and their feedback on like what they enjoyed and like what video I could do next as well. And they are like pretty excited about it. Oh, okay. So I'm curious. Can you just walk me through what a life is like for a ten-year-old? Like, what do you think about the world around you, and what's life like for you? like is fun because you know adults have to do a lot of work that kids don't really have to do too much they can like spend time doing stuff that they enjoy like in my case I enjoy making videos so that's what I do and even working is like fun because in school I enjoy spending time with my friends and learning new stuff as well so yeah it's fun um that's that's really nice to hear and I'm glad that you you have that because I agree with you like children should have fun but I think that a lot of kids these days they want to grow up you know quickly they want to start working they want to have the house have their car do you share those sentiments as well or you're just taking your time and you're enjoying every bit of it I enjoy being a kid because like when you're an adult you have like lots of responsibility so I enjoy thank you we keep telling kids (laughs) thank you so much we need to say that louder right Enjoy your childhood, right? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that reminder. So, um, you, you're a Nigerian living in Britain, Britain right? What, yeah. what do you think of that and how do you connect to your Nigerian culture? Well, uh, being a Nigerian living in Britain is interesting because you get to see what it's like, like how people in Britain do their stuff. So, like what they eat, um, their education, all that stuff. So, it's it's interesting and I connect with my Nigerian culture um, by listening to Nigerian Christian songs or beats and my mom and dad also speak our language and our language is Yoruba and um, yeah it's also sometimes do a bit of research on uh, Nigeria like a fun fact is that Nigeria has over 500 languages and five of them yeah. are not spoken anymore so yeah oh, wow. So you still keep in touch with that, you know, part of you. How long have you lived in Britain for? Um, since I was like around five, because when I came here I was four, and then I turned five, so about yeah. like I think nearly five or six years now. They're about. Uh, what do you miss most about being like? Do you remember your time in Nigeria? Do you remember some parts of it? Well. I remember that when I was little, whenever I come back from school, I get like either ice cream or like I think a frozen yogurt or something, and it was just nice. And like, and me and my dad would talk in the car, so it was fun as well. But you don't get that anymore here in the UK, do you? Oh, I do because I get I still spend a lot of time with my mom and my dad because I. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I meant the ice cream part. I meant the yogurt and the ice cream part. Yeah, I still get ice cream, but it's just if it's cold, I don't have as much of it. 
Ja. ja. Okay. Um, so, I imagine that a lot of kids these days, they have like a form of social media app. So, mm-hmm. like for example, you have a YouTube app. And there's also a lot of kids getting into TikTok. So, I'm curious to know, how do you use social media and what other platforms are you on? And or which ones are you also not on because you don't think it's appropriate for you yet? Even though your friends might be on them. Um, I'm, like you said, I'm on YouTube. But uh, I'm not on any other platform because my mom always says that when you learn when you post something it's out of your control so basically i'm not on them just for my own safety as well and about i think um tiktok lots of people are on tiktok because of the videos and because they're posted but i think that we should as we're doing all that stuff we should also like have our parents consent and be safe on it because you like never know what's on TikTok. Wow. I mean, you've spoken so wisely. I mean, I must commend your parents for teaching you all these, you know, wonderful principles and also commend you for listening because not just listening, you you have actually embodied the message and you're able to, like, talk about it. I can tell that you actually do believe that. I agree with you. I think, um, like your mom said, and that's a very wise word, that when you put stuff on the internet, it's going to be there forever. It's out of your control. And as kids, you need to stay safe because you never know. You might be doing it, you know, just want to have fun and play with your friends and put stuff on Twitter or whatever platform, but you don't know who's watching at the other end of the line. Thank you for that. Really, really um, wise words you've spoken to us here today, Elizabeth. So let's start with your YouTube channel. Um, I have watched a couple of them. There was one you, you read a poem and I said, oh my gosh, as a matter of fact, it was that poem that you read that I told your mom. Can I please bring your daughter on the show? Because you are so good. And I love that you're so passionate. About, you're welcome. And you're so passionate about what you do. What really motivated you to start a YouTube channel? Well, and how long have you had it for? Uh, I've had the channel for like a few months now. Um, so it basically started when I was just doing audios when I was like six or seven. And then I didn't really know uh, like literally anything about YouTube channel. And I only knew like a little bit about YouTube. I only used it to watch some videos. That was it. And um, my my mom would like just listen to it. And I do the uh, the recording on her phone. And then I started doing videos. And then she would just my mom would just send it to some of her friends on WhatsApp to show their kids. And then one day she just said. Um, like what if you start a YouTube channel and then my birthday was quite close as she said um, you could launch the YouTube channel on my 10th birthday when I do like 10 videos and yeah so my mom motivated me to start a YouTube channel Oh, uh, thank you mommy for that that's and, nice and also my oh sorry Tantra, my dad also helped with the name as well because um, before we started I was preparing it and my dad said okay what about Sparkle and I wanted to do kids club so we did Sparkle like kids club so what does Sparklight mean? Where did the name come from? Uh, because um, about like helping kids to spark their creativity and like because they're inside, you don't know what's inside. Like inside, they're like really creative. So just unlocking that inner you, so sparking your creativity. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's that's really amazing. So before we even move on to the next question, for for kids like you who want to like maybe impact the world around them. 
but they feel very shy or they feel like you know what i'm not able to do that well what of encouragement would you like to give them Elizabeth? um you should like follow your dream because if you want to be like a youtuber you can you find what you're good at what you enjoy doing like i enjoy inspiring people and talking so um, you find what you're good at and then you do it you also inform your parents so that they can support you and even if people see what you're doing and they're new to your body you shouldn't let that get to you because there are also people out there who love what you're doing and also when you're doing this you should pray and include God because God helped me so he can help you too I feel like even when I ask you to talk about, you know, talk to those to the kids, that message is also, you know, applicable to adults. Thank you for that reminder. Um, another question I'd like to ask you would be this. In one of your videos, you talked about how to detect a fake friend. So guys, if you're listening, go check out our video. There's so many good contents on there. Have you have you had a fake friend before? And what did you do when you found that out? I've never had one not that I know of, but um, I've always looked at because I watched a lot of movies. But um, I also see that there are friends who are not what they claim to be, so they're always like maybe going behind their friends' back to say stuff about them. So I looked at the signs. I saw that when they were talking about other people, when their friend wasn't there, they talked about them too. So I thought, okay, um, since I know all of this information, I shouldn't keep it to myself. Let me warn people about this so that they know um, what's coming. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you for that. So you're also doing, in addition to talking about things that happen with you, like, you know, like your schoolwork and your poetry, you also find ways you can help your community live better lives by sharing examples of things that you can find interesting. That's really smart. You're a good content creator. I like that. Oh, thank you. So, um, uh, you're welcome. Your, your YouTube channel, How? Wh- what's your dream for it? And how long do you think you're going to have it for? Well, um, my vision is to like ins- keep inspiring kids for as long as I can because that's the original the original thing that I was thinking. And um, Because there are so many kids out there who don't really know what to do. So when you have... Um, those videos to be teaching them good things then um, it'll inspire them to be better and um, I want to keep going for as long as I can because it's fun and enjoyable oh I I think you should as long as you can as well and um, what if you become famous and I think you're going to become famous someday how do you have you thought about how you're going to handle that uh, yeah, first of all, I'm not going to let it get to me because I don't want to become like someone who is now like so proud um, because then you want to keep showing an example as well because when you're teaching kids, you also want to be like the, an example. So. And I also want to just keep going. Awesome. I mean, that's 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 really, really interesting and very very smart response. I like that you said you know you're gonna stay grounded and focus on the goal and not get distracted by that. I think a lot of people need to learn that as well. So um, let's let's go back to school. You are in the fifth year, right? Yeah. And how's that been like for you? What what parts of school do you like? What don't you like about school? Uh, well, me here five is um very interesting because you get to learn more like complicated stuff compared to 
when you are in lower key stage two because here when you're in year five you're now in upper key stage two so you have to learn and balance a lot more because I have a lot more subjects and the thing I don't really like about school is the fact that sometimes when uh, you're learning it might not always be like what you want it to be because sometimes they surprise you a lot so maybe if they say you're gonna do literacy you end up having to write lots and lots and lots when they said okay maybe you just have to write a bit but it turns out you have to like there's certain things they want you to do and you might not always be convenient but you know that that's their standard but I also like that in school you get to interact with other people because I enjoy playing and seeing my friends as well. So. Mm, what's your favorite subject in school? I have quite a few. I have my favorite one is Jigsaw. So Jigsaw is basically when you just talk to people about your feelings and they teach you stuff to keep yourself healthy and know what is right. So you guess just get to talk to people and, and share your um, opinions on stuff. And what's your least favorite aspect of school? What did you like about school? And it's okay not to like some things about school. I don't really like maths because because <laughs> <laughs> you know, in school I'm quite good at it but um it's just when you're teaching it sometimes sometimes when they're teaching it you don't get it but when you like have the sheet it all makes sense and so I don't it depends on what we're learning in maths as well I understand I didn't used to like maths as well but guess what I found a very good teacher along the way and I loved math so much that I wanted to go to school to study chemical engineering. I didn't end up doing that. I studied pharmacy instead, but I still love math. I use statistics a lot. So keep, keep practicing and don't give up. It's actually cool to learn math. I, I like that subject. Now, um, speaking of, you know, our profession. So I'm curious, you know, what, what problems would you like to solve in the future? And another way to ask that would be, what would you like to be in the future and why? But I don't like asking kids that because it puts a lot of pressure. But just think about if you, right now, you know, being a 10-year-old, year five, making YouTube videos, inspiring people, if you could have a dream profession, if you've already thought of one, what would that be and why would that be? Uh, I want to be an actress because you get to express yourself and and be another character at the same time you do what you love and passing across the message and when you see movies you just get curious like what are the effects that go into this what are the effort and what goes on behind the scenes so it'd be really fun to discover what happens behind the scenes well oh wow have you told your parents about being an actress yeah, but I have, I still have quite a lot of stuff I want to be at the same time, so I'm still trying to choose. Guess what? It might change and it might not, and it's gonna be okay. Uh, when I was younger, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know that I wanted to help people, and I wanted to be where I wanted to do a profession where I could be with people and interact with people. And I can see that in you. You like talking to people, like having conversations. So whatever you're going to do in the future, you're going to be fantastic at it because you already have that passion. So it's okay if it changes tomorrow that, oh, you know, I want to do something else. Guess what? It's okay. It's okay to change your mind and find out what you really want to do. And I wish you the best in that regard. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, So let let me ask you this. The world, as you know, has changed a lot. First, we had COVID. 
and you know with technology we're able to stay connected with social media i have two questions under that category first one is how's life been for you since you know you had to stay home and study from home what has it, what impact if any has it had on you um staying at home hasn't has been like there are times when it's fun and there are times when it might be a bit hard because like I enjoy interacting with my friends and it's been hard not being able to see them but then on the bright side I've had more time to make videos I've been able to spend more time with my parents so um and I also get to do more stuff because they're at home so you can have a bit of a slide most of the time so life in lockdown yeah. hasn't been that bad so for some kids right now, they're probably feeling sad or a little bit, a little bit depressed about being home because they don't get to see their friends anymore. Or, you know, their life has just changed. They kind of like go to the park, or maybe not the park, like go to amusement parks and things they used to do before. What kind of words of encouragement would you like to give those kids? I think in this case, you should keep looking forward because COVID isn't going to be here forever. Even if it's still here, we're still going to have, a, we still have a cure, so it's going to like soon pass on and you won't have all of this. So you should keep looking forward and know that, that even if COVID is here, we won't have this lockdown forever. We just, maybe it's just for a few more days or months and then it's gone so you should just keep looking forward to seeing your friends and even make do with like all the time you've got because in lockdown you have so much time so what can you do and what can you invent like stuff like that oh wow you're you're so you're so smart Elizabeth thank you you're so so smart and, and I can tell that you also read a lot of books am I correct I can yeah. tell that I could see because you remind me of myself so tell us a little bit about those books you read and what you learn from them like your favorite it could be generous books or you know um, your favorite book you've read so far and I like reading big books like um, like the biggest I've ever read was like the five over 500 word and it was I think it was a book about I forgot what animal but like an endangered animals and they were able to talk to each other and they were like able to outsmart the people that were trying to hurt them so that was it was really interesting because I was like quite a bit smaller then so I can't remember the name and uh, yeah and also now I read a lot of David Bedil and Enid Blyton books now because yeah, I like adventure stories and mysteries. Depends. Same here. When I was young, I read a lot of Ian Blyton as well. I love Nancy Drew, detective stories. I read so much. I read so, so much. I like new words. And I also like reading encyclopedias. Encyclopedias as a kid. As a kid, I don't know why. I just like to learn about different cultures, you know, languages that spoke. And keep that curiosity, okay? Keep reading as much as you can. It's a very good um, interest to have it's always going to serve you well because you're going to learn new vocabularies you're going to learn how to communicate better and also you you learn you know a little bit of knowledge as well so that's really really good to know um, another question I'd like to ask you is this so you know that the world sometimes sad things can happen and there's been a lot of bullying you know kids have been expressing that in school and if your skin color is like ours a lot of kids have also been bullied for their, for their skin color I'm curious, you know, have you had any of those experiences? And if not, like for kids that have been bullied or even the bullies themselves, what words would you like to say to them to kind of encourage them so they can, you know, live their best lives, especially the ones that have been victimized by, you know, these instances?
me, it hasn't really happened, but it's only happened once. And it wasn't then, I didn't really know that was bullying. I thought it was just a joke. And even though I found it offensive, I didn't know that that was classed as like a, a serious kind of bullying. And my friend kind of defended me, and so that was the end of it. But um, I would say for people who are still being bullied, that um, my mom always says that it doesn't matter what your skin color is, if you work hard and show people that that having a different kind of skin color makes you special, and it does, and you can still be smart. Then, um, so you should just, just like, don't let it get to you, and just keep working hard, and still focus on what you want to be, because you can still be successful. I like that, and and I think another thing you can pick up from your message is people should speak up. If you see something, say something. Your friends standing up for you and defending you helps you as well to be able to you know give the bullies away so i think the in addition to what you said about building confidence in ourselves is we hope that people can step in because the more people like ignore these things they you know they keep happening more and more and thank you so much for that reminder elizabeth now um 10 year olds uh they're not quite teenagers yet they're not quite kids yet and i'm sure you don't want anyone to call you a baby because you're not a baby anymore right <laughs> how can adults understand 10-year-olds better. As well for those who have 10-year-olds at home and they find it difficult to communicate with them, what can we do as adults to understand your world better? Um, I think uh, you could like, put yourself into their shoes. So like, if you said that if I were this age, how would I think, how would I react, stuff like that. And you, should also, you could also ask on uh, what, what is their opinion, what do they think that will help you to understand them better. Those are two, two key words, like putting yourself in your shoes and asking yourself, if I were this person, what would I have done? And also even asking them, how can I ask for their opinion and make them feel like they're heard? Now, let's go back to that first point. Um, I don't know if you know the stereotype that in a lot of Nigerian homes, parents just talk to the kids, they don't even communicate with them, they just you know, give orders and give orders. And sometimes that might make, you know, kids just turn off. So for parents that are listening, what other tactics can they use to be effective communicators, especially to meet the needs of your ten-year-olds? Um, you could, yeah, you know, still sometimes, not all the time, like once in a while, just ask, and well, maybe sometimes be lenient because some some parents are strict so maybe occasionally be lenient so that your kids can open up to you because sometimes if someone is too strict the kids might not want to tell them anything that they might be struggling with so it's very important oh wow that's elizabeth you're super smart that's a very very important point because if a parent is too strict a, a child can be in danger of all kinds of abuse and if they cannot communicate with you it can make things worse. So opening that line of communication and also goes back to your first point of making sure that they feel that their opinions will be heard. You know, like your kids being able to open up to you and be free to you, free with you, tell you what they're going going what's going on in your lives. Thank you for that. Um I think the first point you also made was about um putting ourselves in the shoes of a ten year old. So for a lot of parents this world is different. This new world of technology and phone use and device use, that can be quite hard for parents to like put themselves in their kids' shoes. So 
Um, what, what's your view on just you know um, parenting with technology and all that kind of stuff? Um, well, sometimes my sometimes being firm is like the best thing, but um, when it comes to technology, if um, the kid is like being very like not willing to let go of it, even though it's for your good, to like show them that okay, if you really want to use technology, this is what you can use it for, and then that could open up to something that they might be really good at at the same time. I think it's just finding out what works and striking the balance, right? But the best the best approach is still to have that open communication with your kids. Okay. Um, what, what, what kind of songs do you listen to? So I know you said you do gospel music and enjoying songs. Do you have any favorite artists or favorite songs? Um, I have... Um, top Hela B. She's a Nigerian film. Artist. I love her. I mean, yes. Yeah. I just like it because her songs are very danceable. You can just stand up and start dancing. I don't understand sometimes half of the words she says because she uses like Angela and Yoruba. Do you understand all of the words? Or you have to ask your mom and dad? Yes. Sometimes yeah. I don't like that. Just go like you just learn it. Start learning. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good way to to do that. Um, so you speak Yoruba at home, correct? Uh, not really. It's very not really. rare. Huh? Very rare. Okay. Yeah. Are you able to understand it though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, because I'll just I'll just just know if you were exploring the language as well. So we're kind of running off here, and I wanted to ask you this. So you're a ten year old. I'm not a ten year old anymore. Is there any question you like to ask? I'm ten times something. You know times a number <laughs> are there any questions you'd like to ask an adult like as a 10 year old things you're curious to ask an adult um like what's it like always being in charge like what are the things you like about being an adult and what are the things you don't really like oh my goodness these are great questions so um like you I wanted to take my child childhood slowly but unlike you I actually was in a hurry to grow up and you know just be independent and I would go back now if I could go back now I probably would take this super slower because I was super active as a child and I kept doing more stuff and sometimes I didn't enjoy my childhood but what do I like about being an adult is I can make decisions for myself and I can decide this is what I want to do and this is what I don't want to do and I can back up the decisions with you know with my my choices right yeah. and and that's that feels good i can drive a car i can drive anywhere i can pay for a flight and don't have to worry about my age restrictions i can be in certain places and i can have a room full of people to talk to so just the authority you have i like that part of it and what do i like about adults there's so many responsibilities, Elizabeth. There's so many responsibilities. Uh, I can't just take a nap in the middle of the day because I have to work. Uh, I have to pay the bills. I have to, you know, um, do my work. So, you know, while there's some good things about being adults, there's also some, you know, stressful things. But all in all, I think um, whatever stage you are in life, enjoy. There's always something to enjoy, you know. As a 10-year-old or as a 50-year-old, there's always something to enjoy. Find that and the ones you don't really like, see how you can make it manageable until you move on to the next stage. 
that's what I believe. But you know, it's fun. Whatever age you are in, there's always something fun you can find out. So find that out. Did that answer your question? Yeah. You know what? I want to say thank you so much. It was really fun talking to you, and I'll keep out. I have I've already subscribed to your YouTube channel. Um, keep making your videos, and you. if you want to come back on the show again to talk about more stuff. It was really nice to have you. You spoke so well and you gave your answers in a very precise way. You're like every podcaster's dream right there. So thank, thank you, you and keep up the good work. Welcome. I wish you all the best with school and say me hi to mom and dad. Okay, thank you very much. All right, bye, Elizabeth. Okay, bye-bye, auntie. Bye. <laughs> all right, guys, so that was the Merciful Podcast. And this was just fun to start with Elizabeth. If you'd like to find out more about her YouTube page, make sure you go to Sparklight Kids Club. It's on YouTube, and the link will be on the show notes. And catch you guys on another episode of the Merciful Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Merciful Podcast. Well, guess what? There's plenty more where that came from. So visit our website at www.mosibyl.com. That is www.mosibyl.com where you can find hours of other binge-worthy episodes just like this one. And while you're at it, please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Podbean as it encourages other awesome people like you to listen to the podcast as well. We are now officially on Podbean. It has an app. You can catch up on missed episodes and also get a notification when we have new episodes. Do you have a question for our guest, feedback on the episode, or a suggestion for a future guest? Then please get in touch with us by sending us an email at talktomore@mosible.com or connect with us via Instagram at The Moral Civil Podcast. Cannot wait to hear from you, and thank you so much for always listening.